Hello, Raw Attitude Podcast fans. This is your humble host, Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. I assume you may be looking at your podcast feed right now and wondering, why am I not looking at episode 22 of the Raw Attitude Podcast? Well, don't worry. It's coming next week, and it will feature awesome friend of the show, Martin Dixon, from the New Blood Rising Podcast. However, in the meantime, I wanted to give you a mini-episode to tide you over for another week, and I think you might enjoy this one. This episode features a clip of a wrestling trivia game called Three for All, which was originally played on the October 20th, 2015 episode of the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. You may recognize the contestants as Adam and Troy, the two hosts of the Rundown, who have previously appeared as guest co-hosts right here on the Raw Attitude Podcast. The host of Three for All is Raccoon Reigns, a talking raccoon hand puppet who, I am told, sounds suspiciously like me. Personally, I don't see it, but I will let you be the judge. Here are the rules of Three for All. Raccoon Reigns presents three categories. The contestant picks one of the categories, and three questions are given, with the other two categories being discarded until the next time the game is played. If one contestant does not know the answer to a question, the other contestant can steal. There are five rounds, and whoever has the most points at the end of the game is the winner. Simple enough, right? So with that in mind, let's get into the game. Chances are, you'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll yell, I know that answer, at your iPhone. So please, enjoy. I'd also like to point out, some of these categories sound difficult, but the ones that sound difficult, they're, they're not that difficult. They're, they're answerable questions, just so you know. I'm not going to give you something impossible. Even though sometimes they sound tough, like, for the low, low price of $9.99, questions about Terry Runnels. After that, I'm afraid I've got some PN news about wrestlers mentioned in rap lyrics, and Steve Jobs matches which Steve Austin lost. <laughs> uh, let's go with $9.99. Oh, oh finally, at long last. Uh, Troy, Terry began her wrestling career in WCW in 1990, where she managed a stable of heel wrestlers with finance-themed gimmicks. What was the name of that stable? <laughs> so, your preference of this category, uh, I was led to believe that it was not going to be difficult. <laughs> Everybody knows the answer to this one. Okay, it gets, it gets easier. Say, I'm going to say... Boy, it's it's hard because I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like Eric Bischoff and what he would he would come <laughs> up with for a stable name for financially people. So I'm gonna say Big Money Hustlers. <laughs> that would be ICP. Um, <laughs> Adam, do you know the answer? I do, but I can't think of it right now. Um, shit. Her name was something York. Say New York. <laughs> the New York Order. <laughs> <laughs> Was it just like York Enterprises or something like that? Oh, you are so close. She was Alexandra York, you're right, and it was the York Foundation. Foundation. Uh, close. Oh. Adam, at In Your House 13 Final Four, who debuted in the WWF by coming through the crowd and choking Marlena? Uh, that would be China. That would be correct. And Troy... From 1998 to 1999, Terry was part of a stable in the WWF called PMS, Pretty Mean Sisters. Who were the other two members of that group? Shit. 
<laughs> there were three people in that group? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck. I'm going to say, oh, man, see, because I, I think it's, it's, there's like three different people in my head that it could be. Hmm. Just like I'm Randy Orton. Say, <laughs> it's just a theme song, man. I don't actually hear voices. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say Ivory and Victoria. Incorrect. Adam, do you know? Fucker. Do you know the answer? <laughs> are we counting Sean Stasiak as meat? Uh, we are not counting meat. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, one of That's them. two women. <laughs> one of them was Jacqueline. And the other? Um, say Maria Canellas. <laughs> um, who did you say, Troy? I said Jojo Offerman. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is it Jacqueline? Was it uh, Jacqueline and Ivory? Oh, Jacqueline, and of course, who could forget Ryan Shamrock? Fuck off. Oh, Ken geez. Shamrock's sister, who he told to slap him. Blood's Sla- thicker than water! Slap me. Slap me. Adam, you get to choose from the following categories. I'm going to give him a boner he can't refuse. Questions I, about I the will Godfather. I'll let you know, we only got one of those three questions, so your assertion of it being not as difficult That's okay. are completely incorrect. <laughs> But Adam, Adam kind of knew the first one, and he did get half of the last one, although no points for that, but still. So he got a half, see In the ballpark. Half. I assume you knew, if I get, you if knew I, the if China I, one. If I got half the first one and half the third one, can I get another point? You know, I'm going to... No, no, you can't. Uh, all right. Oh. I'm going to give him a boner he can't refuse. What are the other two? Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, after that, there's a category about Layla called uh, Layla, 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 Layla. <laughs> And, and of so, course, so we'll only get to pick one of the two spoiled categories because they're both in the same in the same thing. Well, there's a third category, yeah. and of course, the category uh, everyone's favorite: Did we suck each other's dicks in '68 or '70? Questions about uh, a year something happened. I give you three things, and you tell me what year they happened. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that 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 is an imp- that makes up for the test quiz, a quiz about test in the last. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they I, they kind of get worse. I am gonna go with. I am gonna go with. I'm gonna give him a boner he can't refuse. There you go. Got the Godfather. Now, th- this is extra topical. So, one part of this statement, Adam, is untrue, and you have to pick out the part of the statement that is untrue. <laughs> okay. okay. So, the Godfather was scheduled to defend his Intercontinental Championship against the Blue Blazer at Over the Edge 1998 when Owen Hart fell to his death. Which part of that is incorrect? Owen falling to his death is correct, by the way. That that did happen. But which part was incorrect? Say it again. The Godfather was scheduled to defend his Intercontinental Championship against the Blue Blazer at Over the Edge 1998 when Owen Hart fell to his death. Hmm. Part of that statement is inaccurate. Because he was the Intercontinental Champion. Was it was it not an intercontinental title match? That is incorrect, Troy. You get the chance to steal. Uh, he wasn't facing Owen Hart. I uh, thought he was thought he wasn't a tag team with him, right? No, both both incorrect. The, basically, the only thing was wrong was that it was actually over the edge. Nineteen ninety nine. Everything else was true. The Godfather. No. The Godfather was defending his intercontinental championship against the Blue Blazer. This uh, is in the see, Godfather. I knew that. Was intercontinental champion. I knew that was correct. I just yeah. Off by a year. He was off by a year. Okay. Troy, in 2000, the Godfather had to give up his pimping and join the right to censor when he lost a singles match to which of their members? Which Boy, member Buchanan. of the RTC? Yeah, that is correct. That would have been my guess. Shockingly, the Bull Buchanan, Bull Buchanan is the reason the Godfather had to give up his pimping. The, and, do you know that the entire time that the right to censor was together, 
at least one of their matches was a victory on pay-per-view. Really? I believe everyone, that. Everyone seems to forget that like right to center wasn't like a job or group. They won. They always got their comeuppance at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. But they would win. Yeah. They did. Well, they had to they got rid of Mr. Ass and uh, Val Venus and the Godfather, so they were doing something mm-hmm. right. And technically, if you think about it, they also made it so now we're PG. There you go. So the right to the right to censor won. They got rid of the attitude era. They did. And they also caused McFoley to dedicate uh, an entire chunk of his book to uh to shit talking the real life equivalent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Adam, this one's for you. In September 2002, whose wedding did the Godfather interrupt? Oh, uh, uh, Teddy Long. It was not Teddy Long. Troy, do you know? There's like 16 weddings every year in wrestling. Of course. Say AJ Lee and Daniel Bryan. I thought Hmm. about it. What year again? Uh, 2002. 2002. I think I know it now. You don't. Um, you think you know me. You think you know me. You think you know me. I'm going to go... I can't even think of it. Uh, Billy and Chuck. That's, that is correct. Yeah, that was the yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That is correct. Hey, everybody remembers, hey, obviously... <laughs> everybody remembers uh, three-minute warning interrupting, but uh, but Billy and Chuck did interrupt first. Or, or Billy and Chuck. But, uh, but uh, yes, the Godfather interrupted their wedding first. Yep. Damn it. Next up... Troy, with a two-to-one lead, you get to pick between JPL as a wrestling god, questions about Carl Ouellette, a.k.a. Jean-Pierre Lafitte. After that, congratulations on your Oscar about men on a mission. And, hey, you didn't kill yourself yet. Surprising Royal Rumble returns. Uh, hey, you didn't kill yourself yet. There you go. So, Troy, at the 2001 Royal Rumble, Kane set the record for most eliminations with 11. One of those eliminations was a WWF legend who sang and danced for over a minute before Kane tossed him out. Who was that wrestler? Honky Tonk Man. That is correct. Three to one lead, Adam. It's you, you gotta you gotta get this next. Well, it's not a must, win, but but you gotta. It it, it, it it would help. In the 2002 Royal Rumble, which two-time Intercontinental Champion and future Hall of Famer returned to the WWF after a six-year absence and lasted until the final three? What year? 2002. Was that the year Tatanka came back? It was not Tatanka Buffalo. Uh, oh, Troy, do you know? Oh, Buffalo, British Bulldog. It was not Harry Smith. No. <laughs> it was actually Mr. Perfect. Oh. oh I would have thought he was dead by then. Yeah, almost. <laughs> um, and Troy, at the 2004 Royal Rumble, Test was jumped backstage and prevented from being able to enter the match. Raw General Manager Steve Austin then said that Test's attacker would have to enter the match instead, and when he did, he promptly eliminated both Randy Orton and himself. Who was that man? Uh, what year? 2004. Batista. It was not Batista. Adam, do you know who it was? There's a number of names floating through my head. I will say... Kevin Owens. Yeah, that sounds right. Now, um, Mick Foley. Yokozuna. That is correct. Next up, Adam, I guess it's... Oh, yeah, it's Adam. It's mm-hmm. your turn to pick, right? Right. You get to choose between Houston, Austin, Dallas. Questions about Sam Houston, Steve Austin, and Bo Dallas. After that, the British Bullfrog. Topical. Uh, no, Harry Smith, of course. No one will ever pick Houston, Austin, Dallas because nobody knows who the fuck Sam Houston is. Uh, it's not that hard a question. But uh, the British Bullfrog, wrestlers who wear green. And I need to get that Bischoff my ass. Questions about Eric Bischoff. Uh, I'm going to go British Bullfrog. At WrestleMania X8, the Hurricane won the WWF Hardcore Championship, but he was betrayed by Mighty Molly, who hit him in the head with what object to win the title? Oh. 
Was it a cookie sheet? It was not a cookie sheet. Troy, do you know the answer? I recall this. I just can't remember what it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say a candy jar? It was a frying pan. Ah, uh, that's fine. And then for good measure, she dropped an anvil on him. All right, no, that's fucking cartoony. But anyway, uh, Troy, during yes. the Invasion storyline in 2001, X-Pac had the rare distinction of holding a WWF title and a WCW title at the same time. What were these two similar championships? The Cruiserweight Championship and the Light Heavyweight Championship. That is correct. Yep. Nicely done. I, I didn't remember that until I was doing this category, but yes, that's true. And, uh, Adam, on NXT Redemption in 2011, Hornswoggle acted as the pro for which current tag team wrestler? Oh, fuck. Titus O'Neil. That is correct. Going to the final round, it is four to three. So basically, Troy, you, you choose your own destiny here, and you gotta, you gotta clinch it. So, of course, the categories are Funk Me, Funk Me, questions about Terry Funk, Flash Funk, and the Funkadactyls. After that, kiss me, D-Lo, the brown spot. Questions about D-Lo Brown. <laughs> and, and and painful tug jobs. Questions about matches that Fred Ottman lost. Tug jobs. None of those are good. Tug, um, tug I think I they're all pretty great. Tug jobs. Well, no, they're they're all hilarious. Tug jobs. I don't know anything tug about jobs. any of those people. <laughs> tug jobs. So I guess I'm going to go. Shut up. I'm going to go with D-Lo Brown again. There you go. Um, I'm kind of sad that kiss me, D-Lo, the brown spot only gets a one-time appearance, but okay. <laughs> Troy, D'Lo claimed he had to use his ever-present chest protector because he suffered a torn pectoral muscle thanks to a submission move which was put on him by which former UFC competitor? I'm going to say it's one of two. So that which, is correct. Whichever one you don't guess is the one that I'm going to guess. Given the time, it's it's got to be Shamrock. It is not Ken Shamrock. Adam, do you know the answer? Does, Motherfucker. Does that make it Dan the Beast Severn? It does make it Dan the Beast Severn. Hooray, we're tied. Tied at four. Adam, in July 1999, D'Lo became the first wrestler to hold which two titles at the same time? Well, a couple two title categories here. Say the, the, say the Divas Championship. What? Say the, say the Divas Championship. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the European and Intercontinental Championships. That is correct. He was the first Eurocontinental champion. Troy, the final question. You need this for the tie, and then we'll go to a tiebreaker. According to D'Lo, the lowest point of his career was when he was a part of which tag team? The lowest point of his career was when he was a member of a tag team. Yes. Not when I paralyzed a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Fair fair point. Very fair point. Boy, he's been in a lot of terrible ones. Um, Do we need to know the name of the tag team or just... You need the name of the tag team, yes. Shit. I could maybe accept the partner. Maybe. Maybe. I'll accept the partner. I'll accept the partner. Good. Then get it wrong so I can win. <laughs> uh, Val Venus. Oh, it was not Val Venus. Adam, do you know? I'm 98% certain it was his, that time. I can't, I can't remember the name of him, but he was in a tag team with Chaz, and they were managed by Tiger Ali Singh. That is correct. And they were called Lowdown. Oh, God, that's right. The a first six time, to four victory for the, Adam. The first time they tried the, the, the first time they tried putting creative has nothing for us as a store as a gimmick on TV, and surprisingly, didn't work. Shocking, Troy. Again, you put up a good fight, but Adam, Adam overtook you at the end there. 
Well, there you have it. A narrow victory for Adam this time around, but Troy put up a valiant effort as well. So if you enjoyed the game, feel free to email us at rawattitudepodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at rawattitudepod to let us know. Of course, the Raw Attitude Podcast will continue its regular format of recapping Monday Night Raw from the Attitude Era. But if you want occasional three-for-all minisodes for in-between weeks, Raccoon Reigns has built up a rather sizable backlog so I can send out some more of them in the interim. On that note, be sure to tune in next week when Martin Dixon returns to the Raw Attitude Podcast to recap the May 18th, 1998 episode of Raw. And of course, a special thanks to Adam, Troy, and Raccoon Reigns of the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Rundown because in addition to playing the occasional trivia game, they put out a new episode every week and recap the current goings-on in the world of wrestling. Good stuff. And on that note, I am Henry Hugebex, the suplex-throwing human duplex, and I will catch you next week.